Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we are back with uh, Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach from the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text uh, board. What a waste of time and our tax dollars. Once Trump is found not guilty, Nancy Pelosi should have to repay the government for wasting our money on her personal witch hunt. We elected him because we wanted to and we'll vote for him again. Malone should resign. He is not helping local Catholic uh, church. And let's go to uh, Terry in Texas. Terry, you're on WBEN. Sandy, in the mortal words of Mike Tyson, this is ludicrous. (laughs) He said while looking at the rapper, yes. No, seriously. I mean, uh, I didn't listen to much of it yesterday. I read some articles and, you know, most of them I didn't even finish because my BS detector was going off too tough, and I just couldn't, just couldn't tolerate it. I mean, I think the Dems are, you know, hell bent on destroying this country, and we're all unfortunately, you know, like spectators here, and there's not much we can do about it except vote. Next- yeah, the vote, the vote is our weapon. That is our weapon to keep the country the way we want the country to be and, and guide its future through the vote. And if the vote is nullified, we've lost control of the company of the country. No, absolutely. I'm just going to, you know, just, I guess, pay attention from afar, you know, just to not be ignorant totally. But, you know, ignorance is bliss. Is, you know, I think a lot of liberals probably would know if they were smart enough to, you know, reflect on that. But, I spent six hours yesterday listening to whether or not Kaepernick should be, you know, tried out on Saturday to be let back in the league. I was more concerned about that, really, than I was about any of this. Um, I don't have a whole lot to say about it. I just want to put my two cents. I do have a question, though, that I think is fairly legitimate. Okay. Let's see what you thought about that. Yeah, what do you got? Is Is it possible in this day and age with these Democrats being who they are and how they are and with these ridiculous laws that they pass? and their obvious disregard for life to be a Democrat and a Christian simultaneously? Because they seem like godless people to me with no morals whatsoever, and I don't understand how somebody could follow them and also follow Christ. It makes no sense to me. You know, when I think about the country and I think about the country's adversaries, I don't think of the Russians or the Chinese or the North Koreans. I think of the Democrats. I really do, because they want to strip the country uh, down to uh, be, uh, to a, a position that I won't recognize it anymore. And uh, some of the things, I just scratch my head and wonder, is this, is this America? Is this the country I've grown up in? And the answer is it isn't, and it's, and it's going downhill fast. Yeah, I mean, uh, years, years back, even before Trump was elected on one of my local radio shows that I, I quit listening to since I discovered you, uh, I told that host that, you know, it's not North Korea, it's not Iran, it's not Russia, it's not China, that's our enemy. It's the Democrats, because they're, they're who's hell-bent on destroying this country. You got it right. Thank you very much, Terry. Uh, you know, Tony, we should dig out uh, the uh, the good times really over for, for good, uh, uh, Merle's. 
masterpiece. The first time I ever heard this song that Tony's going to find for us because we played it before, I, I was so privileged to be at uh, Bill Mack's house with his wife and my wife and myself and uh, Leona Williams and uh, Merle Haggard. He had just finished uh, recording an album, and he wanted uh, Bill Mack's opinion and my opinion, because I was programming WBAP, of which would be the best breakout song from the album. And uh, we all love uh, the song that uh, Tony's going to play for us. Let me know as soon as you get it. Uh, And uh, so I heard it here on a tape recorder at Bill Mack's house with six of us in the room. Listen to this. Merle Haggard. I wish a buck was still silver. It was back when the country was strong. Back before Elvis and before Vietnam War came along. Before the Beatles and yesterday. When a man could still work, still would The best of the free life behind us now Here it is Are the good times really over for good And I will to the Democratic Party. With no kind of chance for the flag or the liberty bell. I wish a Ford and a Chevy would still last ten years like the shoe. It's the best of the free life behind us now And all the good times really over for good Not if Donald Trump has his way I wish Coke was still cola And a joint was a bad place to be And it was back before Nixon For microwave ovens When a girl still cook And still would It's the best of the free life Behind us now Are the good times really over for good Sing it and wrap it up, Merle!
That song was recorded in uh, about 81, about 1981, and that's uh, Merle Haggard. And are the good times really over for good? Uh, and it seems to be like he was very pro- prophetic uh, l- looking at the future of America, and this is what we're dealing with now. We're seeing that now. We'll take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk to Roy in Boston. We always like talking to Roy on News Radio 930 WBEN. Let us go to Roy in Boston. Roy, you're on WBEN. Good morning, Sandy, Tony, and Joe. Hello, Mr. Roy. What do you have? I have uh, three observations about the hearings. Good. Well, first of all, it was obvious that the so-called two witnesses were coached and the narrative was rehearsed well beforehand. He had to repeat. He had to kickstart one of them, too. Go ahead. <laughs> well, they should kickstart him in the butt to jumpstart their brain. Out the door, yeah. Uh, secondly, when the Democrats questioned them, their answers were what was, were what was desired. You could tell they were shilling for the Democrats by reading their body language, the shifting of eyes, overplayed hand gestures, uncomfortable uh, body movement in their chairs, and the way they answered was too mechanical. And did you notice the adjectives they used? I was shocked when so-and-so heard it from so-and-so that this happened. Or, you know, I was bewildered. These people ought to write novels. Well, they gave opinions, not facts, you know. Right, and none firsthand. That's the whole point. Correct. But when questioned by the Republicans, the moments of silence they needed to dream up an answer showed they were trying to cover up the kangaroo court that it was. And those two witnesses were more concerned about uh, pontificating about how wonderful they are than the subject at hand. That's true, and how important they were in the history of America. Yeah, they're, uh, they're legends in their own mind. I was embarrassed to witness such a sophomoric and clumsy spectacle. In fact, schoolchildren are able to lie more convincingly than they are. And somebody ought to tell them that there's a term called beyond your rank, okay? Foreign policy is the, is the purview of the president of the United States, not them. Uh, and uh, what he says goes in our foreign policy, and they should understand that. They don't like it. They don't want it, and that shows in the testimony. Well, see, they, they, they think God died and left them in charge. <laughs> That's right. So you, so you, you weren't moved by their te- – it says in the Buffalo News this is the foundation of the case against the president. If this is the foundation, it should not have come to court. Uh, Mickey Kearns has more standing – in the no uh, no driver's license to illegals than these people do on impeaching the president. Yeah, well, you know, uh, they should uh, resort to writing fiction novels. It, it was it was pathetic. It really was, uh, and you could tell Rush Limbaugh had kind of made a uh, made us think of who was behind all this stuff, and we'd never seen them. But once you see them, you see that Rush's uh, 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 portrait of them is absolutely correct. They. They're probably looking down their nose at this president, thinking they know how to do it, and he doesn't, and something's wrong with that. Well, I can give them credit for destroying the country. Well, you know, it certainly looks like that whole group is trying to, and let's hope they do not succeed. Thank you, Roy. Thank you very much.
Yeah, I mean, if you if you look at it, you could tell elite. They had an elite written all over them. Uh, better breeding, perhaps, than the rest of us. You got one, you got the other, and they seem to complement each other. First of all, telling us how great they've been as uh, patrons of America, and uh, they want to continue that, and they don't like this guy. I don't know where they were before Trump was uh, president, but certainly seems like they think they should be. Well, I really hope that this causes, costs them the House. The fact that they're, Americans are looking at this like, this is a total circus. This is political theater. That's all it is. It is, and it's, I don't want to waste. Uh, we got too many things to do in America. I don't want to waste time and waste money and even waste a, a show doing a, a show about what they're talking about. Because they, they didn't come in with a case. If you had presented that to a district attorney, he wouldn't even prosecute over that. They're going after Trump with no evidence. But when there is evidence concerning the Bidens, they, don't want, they to want to ignore it. Yeah, they don't, don't want to ignore it. And it ought to tell you when, when he has to approve the questions that something's wrong with that. We're not used to that. We're used to fair play. In other words, you get your shot, we get our shot, then the people decide. And uh, this certainly does not seem like a gleaming example of fair play in America. And what is it for? It's for a, a, a very important issue. Uh, we're talking about nullifying an election, for crying out loud. And you're telling me that what we've heard so far, the foundation of what they have, according to the Buffalo News, is, is, uh, is worth kicking a president out? I don't think so. And not one Republican has shown any interest in jumping ship. They need 20. They're not going to get 20. They're lucky if they get any. And I would like to see it ended uh, before it even gets to the Senate. Uh, to me, that would uh, be fair. Let's go to, um, oh, Ella's on the line. Ella from West Seneca. You're on WBEN. Hello there. How are you, how are you doing? I'm doing better now that you're here. I always love talking to you. That's good. I'm trying to do the best I can with what I haven't got. Well, what don't you have? Help. <laughs> You you sound pretty healthy to me though, Ella, and you're always no. you're always chipping in with a good conversation. Now I want to say that uh, Merle Haggard's song yep. you just played is right on. Yep, Merle knew it. I feel like we're like a snowball rolling downhill. Yep, and nobody seems to want to stop it. I think we've lost common sense. It seems like, and it seems like it's happened in a hurry. In other words, where are these four morons elected to Congress started the ball rolling toward this, and then it seemed out of control. It was like a runaway. Right, and what I'd like to say, and I've said it over and over again, we have the best country in the world to live in, but people don't see it. They don't realize it. You know why? Because they they haven't been anywhere else. Uh, There's a reason there's a wall going up. There's a reason for it, and it's because people recognize that aren't here recognize what we do have. Uh, I wish they'd do it legally. They'd be most welcome. Uh, But apparently if you were born and raised here, you kind of take it for granted and think this is everywhere. This is not everywhere, and we want to keep it. And, Sandy, I've said this before. I came over to this country when I was six weeks old, and in those days— my father had to be sponsored by somebody. Right. And before they would leave, my mother and me leave Germany 
he had to prove he could support us. Yep, those were the rules, and we did very well by them. And we should go back to some of that. Now everybody just uh, crashes the party and says, hey, what the hell, I'm here, now take care of me. But the, and, and I can see people wanting to better their lives. I have no beef with that. But do it the right way. That's the whole point of it. Uh, we've always had an immigration policy that allowed people to come in. We want to continue that. But, you know, they're out there, they're protesting, they're marching, they got fireworks and this and that. None of them march to the courthouse where they could get an application to become uh, uh, legal. None of them want to bother with that. They'll spend all their time and whatever money they have trying to get in illegally, but it never dawns on them that there's a, a door open. It's like Chick-fil-A, you know. Everybody wants to go in this door. There's another door open. It's called legal immigration. Go there, and you don't have to, you don't have to complain about it. And you know what I find very sad, Sandy? Yeah. My generation... It's kind of mocked out. We don't know anything, but we've lived. We have the experience, and keep in mind, a lot of people believe history starts the day they were born. They forget what had to go before them in order to get to where we are now. I'll tell you, the best, uh, the best decision immigration ever met, uh, ever made was to allow you and your mother to come in. And my mother was 34 when she died. Oh, sorry to hear that. Hey, thanks for calling. You brighten my day what? every every time you call, Ella. I got to run, though. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. We love Ella. She's, I think, 96 years old, if I'm not mistaken. We'll be back with more on News Radio 930 WBEN. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, let's see. Put on the asbestos suit because Pete from Ontario is here. Always good to talk to Pete. You're on WBN, Pete. Yeah, yeah, Sam, look, look, look. You're seeing something now that on the other foot would it would absolutely never happen. Now, what we're, what, what we're experiencing now is a great disconnect on people that are not engaged. So we got to understand, people listening to Sandy Beach, Rush Limbaugh, Sean, how all these people are engaged. That might be 30% of the country, maybe 40, not, not even, with Russia at 42 million tops, 
uh, listening every day, 28 to 42. It's just not there. Now we got guys like Deval Patrick coming in. This guy is, uh, believe it or not, is very charismatic. So as they know they don't have the right person in, they're going to get a new one in. The two people that are the most looked-at people to make America okay again are the Inspector General, Mr. Horowitz, William Barr, and his partner, uh, his, his partner John Durham. If they keep on sitting on their hands and letting these people control the narrative, believe me, they will win because they'll recreate documents, they'll figure it out. And I'm telling you right now, because they don't mind breaking the law. It's just like jihadists. They can lie right to your face because all they're looking at is the long run. And then it's okay. Alice says that's fine. Lie, cheat, steal, whatever you do to take down the infidels. The same damn thing. These people are no question. They're not, they don't think like a conservative mind. They don't even care about their own children getting jobs in the future. They're willing to take America down. And you saw it yesterday. You saw Judge Napolitano getting up on Fox News this morning and doing this. Well, but, you know, it looks like a pro quo to me. Why the hell is he sitting there? That's a good question. And he seems to have turned. Uh, I hadn't seen him in a while, and, and it's there. And they keep teasing uh, when these reports are going to uh, show up. They were even doing that yesterday. Uh, it was uh, quite a sideshow. I saw no direct information and just a waste of time. And you know what? It, we, 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 Chuck Grassley the other day finally said, you know what? I've had it. You don't get this uh, Inspector General's report out. Now, don't forget, there's also the gentleman, John Uber, from, from Utah, that Mr. Sessions, the great Mr. Sessions, he put in charge of finding out about the leaking. Again, that man is not qualified or allowed to sequester grand jury. This is something that we're seeing now. That if this is not dealt with very soon, honestly, okay, that's it for America, my friend. I, I hear you loud and clear. I never thought I'd be in, in a position to say that, but I tend to agree with you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, he's always uh, right on point. Man, let's see. All right, who would be next? It would be Gary from Williamsville, and that would be line one. Gary, you're on WBN. Good morning, Sandy and Tony. Hello there, Gary. What do you have for us today? Well, I asked the missus last night to see if she would know the answer. I'm asking you today. How many times does Adam Schiff get at saying, okay, the whistleblower didn't work, never mind, we're going here. How many times can he redirect, go somewhere else, and how far can he go? Can he subpoena the White House garbage to look for cues? I mean, when, where does someone put their boot on his neck and say, hey, you stupid little jerk, enough is enough? Yeah, he seems to have almost unlimited power. I mean, I know committee chairmen have power, but it seems like when you get to the point as you can say you don't have to answer that question or you can't ask that question or you can't present your own witness so you can present us a list, we'll approve only the ones we want. Guess which ones we'll approve. Uh, I didn't realize there was that un unfettered access to uh, to power that nobody else has. 
That's dictatorial power. That's yeah. tyrannical power to be able to do that. If, 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 if we were talking about Russia or communist China or North Korea, I would understand it because I grew up with that. I, I don't think I grew up with that in America. This is the communist Democrats. It's amazing. Uh, our, I think our enemies are not across the sea. We have found the enemy, and it is us. Yeah. When's it going to end? That's a good question. I, I'm afraid it's going to end badly, and that's that's what scares me. I don't know the structure it's going to take. Little little dummy, stop. Yeah, but him, I mean, he's a creep. Besides being out of line, I, I mean, I should. This is a minor point, but he 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 just spooks me out. Me too. Okay, thanks, Gary. Thank you very much. Got those eyes, you know, looking at those eyes. It looks like it looks like they would come out and hit you in the face if he, if he worked hard enough at it. Those eyes look like they're capable of being launched out of his head. I told you with the Larry Cable guy, I called him uh, Andy Kaufman. Yeah, I think, he, I think he's right with that. Uh, by the way, next Tuesday, if you have any interest in going on our trips around the world in various places, Dan Neverth and I will be there along with the people from Viking. We'll uh, be across from the airport at the Hilton Garden Hotel, and uh, they'll be making a presentation of our next three trips so that you have plenty of time to uh, scope out what you need to be done, uh, arrange what you have to do to arrange. The first trip will be in June of next year. Second trip will be a couple of months after that. And the last trip of the three will be uh, in January of the following year, which is 2021. Uh, so if you would like to go, you do need a ticket. It's free. Uh, you dial 1-844-688-7477. Now, that's the AAA number. They will make sure that you have a ticket and you have access, and we'll be greeting you with coffee and goodies. And wait till you hear where we're going. I will announce it on the air the next day, but you'll have an advance uh, on it next Tuesday at 6 o'clock. So be there. We'll uh, hopefully... We'll uh, be back in a minute. Heard it from a friend who Heard it from a friend who Heard it from another you've been messing around Let's go to Gary and uh, Clarence. Uh, Gary, you're on WBEN. Hi, Sandy. Hello there, Gary. Yeah, I watched the whole thing yesterday. and Good for you. <laughs> I did three hours. That was it. <laughs> but, well, a couple things. I, I thought the way Shift was running the hearings was really unfair. Um, you know, first of all, as someone mentioned, that they wouldn't let the Republicans have the uh, witnesses they wanted. Yeah, it do- it didn't seem even-handed at all. Right. Yeah, it was like one of those sham hearings at some communist country or something. Well, it shows how important congressional hearings are. We should pay more attention to them because this is the end result. And in times like this, we, we need it. Yeah, well, another time, you know, there was like the three of the Republicans, when they had their turn to question, he, he cut them off and uh, wouldn't let them ask questions for some reason. I, don't, I guess they make their own rules, but that didn't seem fair either. No, the whole thing doesn't seem fair. The only plus is that now they're, bringing, they're showing us how the sausage is made. Yeah. And we don't like it. We don't like it because we like the sausage, but we don't like the process. And uh, this process is not to my taste. Well, another thing, too, was, uh, you know, where were these bureaucrats when, when Obama did some backroom deal with Iran that involved pallet loads of cash from the taxpayers? 
you know, whatever happened to that? We never- I, I can tell you because somebody texted me. If this was being done to Obama, uh, we'd be called racist. And that's the reason we didn't question anything during those, those Obama years. But, but if these, these guys were so concerned about, you know, these backroom deals or back-channel things, well, what was that about? We never found out. And look at Ukraine. Obama did nothing for Ukraine. Yeah. Didn't give him anything. Did you hear anybody complain about it? Yeah, no. Exactly. Yep. Okay, I'm with you, Gary. Very unfair. Uh, we're used to, because, you know, we see uh, court cases on television. We hear experts on the law talk. This seems like a uh, um, uh, almost a foreign country, uh, a, a, a banana republic type of uh, hearing. It does not seem fair or balanced or anything else. And did you see there was a survey taken among the major uh, networks, not, not, the, uh, not the cable, but the major, NBC, CBS, ABC, whatever. 96% of the coverage on, on uh, the president was negative, according to that independent survey. 96% negative. Now tell me how you dig out of there. The only thing he has is uh, he has a very loyal base, including me. And uh, he has a, a, a way to communicate directly with us, to bypass uh, that 96%. But it's incredible. Nowhere near 50%. Nowhere near it. Joe in Silver Creek. Joe, you're on WBN. Well, good morning, Sandy. Great, great show, Lake, as always. Thank you, Joe. As I was telling your screener, I've watched Judge Napolitano for years and uh, considered him a, uh, you know, pretty much – down the line kind of a guy, but something changed. He's a jilted judge because he didn't get, he was counting on supporting Trump like he was in the beginning because he was going to get something out of it. And what a judge is like, they like to get appointed to things. And he was never, never even considered, even though he thought he was. So he's a jilted judge. The same way with Sarah Mucci, the, the mooch. They, they, they've turned so much on the president because they didn't get what they thought they were going to get. Yeah, it's amazing. It's like a jilted lover. Yeah, and it's it's amazing to look at the guy and say, you know what? And I had, faith, I had you know, some respect for you as a judge, which I think everybody to this day, you you, you always got to look at a judge and you got to have respect because that's generally what they— That's what they deal in. They deal in fairness and respect. And, uh, right. Yeah, I, I had heard that, too. Uh, not directly, secondhand, uh, you know, hearsay, but uh, that's what I had heard, and that's, what, that's what's generally thought. That's funny you say that. You heard, you heard. <laughs> yep, that's why I said it. <laughs> in fact, in fact, Buzzy and Tony told me that you were on line three, and that's the reason I picked up the phone. My God. <laughs> It from a friend who heard it. it from a friend. Yep, that's it. Hey, thanks, Joe. Thanks. Good call. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see. I think we got time for another. I've got Bill on line three, and then I've got Bill on line four. Which one should I take, Tony? Which Bill should I choose? Mm, that's a tough one. Four. Four. Okay. This is uh, Bill on line four in Eden. You're on WBEN, Bill. Thanks, Danny. Boy, that show is really dull, and it was making me want to go to sleep. They should probably play it if you're an insomniac. But I thought of something that might make it a little more entertaining. Do you remember the show that was called Cop Rock? No, I don't. It was this police drama that was a serious drama, and then suddenly, spontaneously, 
the people would just break into song. Oh, I do remember it now. They were criticized. The creator of it had done a, a couple of really big shows before, and he wanted to get creative, and they would break into song, almost like a musical. Yeah, so it would go something like this. Um, Ambassador, do you have direct knowledge of that? Um, no, Congressman, I don't. Well, Ambassador, where did you get that from? And then both of them together would stand up and sing, I heard it from a friend who, <laughs> a friend who heard it from around. And then all the Democrats could stand up together and sing, We're under the gun, so we made it up for fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That was far more entertaining than the actual event, I can tell you that. Yeah, that's good. I had heard of that, and that's what it reminds me of. Hey, good, good point to end the show with. Thank you. Very much. I like the creativity there, Tony. And uh, Very Be- good. Beamer's got a, a ton of uh, Facebooks, and, and we had a lot of participation today. And basically, we see it for what it is. It's a sham. Uh, it is a sham. These, uh, these hearings are a sham. Uh, there's no fairness involved. It's almost like if it weren't so important, it'd be funny. Don't you love how the elitist out there uh, look down at us thinking that they could pull anything over our eyes and we'll believe it? Yeah, we're know-nothings, yes. Unfortunately, though, like, I watch this and, you know, we know what it is. It's a joke. It's it's all a, a show. Unfortunately, I, I worry that the people this is appealing to, maybe the independents, and obviously the Democrats, do they know better? The do, uninformed. Right. Can the they uninformed watch? who started this procession, procedure by not knowing that uh, it, what the word impeachment means. Right. And what the, uh, what the uh, process is. So I, I, I'm concerned, like, hey, we know what it is. And, you know, and we might not have watched or listened to the entire thing, but, you know, we can, we can smell out, you know what, when, when it's there. I just worry that there are people out there that won't go vote or will vote for whoever is against Trump just because this has convinced them, you're this wise, sham that it is. You're wise to worry about that, and I worry about it too. Uh, but finally, we're seeing at least some, uh, some pushback uh, from the Republicans. Uh, you know, when they went through that session of, had you talked to the president? No. Had you even met the president? No. Do you know the president? No. It was like, what, they read about him in the paper? Uh, they had not, no direct information at all to pass on. If this, and, and these people are all lawyers. They should know in a court of law that none of that would be acceptable. It would be tossed right out of it. Anyway, that about wraps it up. Uh, and uh, we'll see you on Monday at 9 a.m. on News Radio 930. And maybe next week we can get our, our uh, co host in, a high bidder on the uh, Veterans Charity. We'll slide in on a day that we don't have the hearings. On News Radio 930, WBN. The Sandy Beach WBEN studio rings out in support of those who rang the Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center victory bell today in celebration of a victory, large or small. Elvis has left the building. Oh, I wish we never had to leave the beach. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.